afternoon. We're back. The American Outlaws podcast. They play New Zealand. The women do right before the 17th. We're, we're recording. Oh, sorry. Go Thanks. on. Go on. That lovely introduction was from Chris Donahue. Hey. Chris, how are you? I'm um, great. Excellent. God, great. that's good to hear. Corey, how are you, my lovely co-host? No nickname? Great. Uh, no? We're I'm turning over a new leaf now. I'm doing pretty good. Just had a lot going on, and, uh, uh, you know, there's about 40 games coming up. And, That's understandable. Uh, U.S. soccer said a while ago that there would be big ticketing changes that have not come in, so I hey. have been reassigned a bunch of other jobs. Oh, but that's great. has not gone away, and uh, so I've been a little stressed, Bess. You told me one thing you wanted to do this year was to accept more curveballs. Not throw <laughs> more out, but to accept more. <laughs> I feel like I've taken, like, six curveballs straight in the junk in the last six weeks or so. It's not bad. But It's better than seven. Let me tell you something. <laughs> I figured I figured it all out. <laughs> okay, <because> let's hear it. <laughs> <laughs> the late great Harris Whittles, one of did my you, favorite comedians. Hold on, did you create an Excel sheet to solve this problem? Uh, you could say that okay. actually. And I'm I'm super excited to hear about Harris Whittles. Actually, I haven't heard that name for a long time. Uh, well, he died. I don't know if you know that, but <laughs> he what? Are you serious? Yeah, you didn't know that. No, I, I really didn't know that. Heroin overdose. What? Yeah. Uh, That's like around. no joke. I had no idea. Really? I haven't listened to Comedy Bang Bang you for don't a long me time. On Facebook? I don't have a Facebook account. Oh, that's right. Uh, Get on yeah. the Twitter, man. Yeah, we should take a break yeah. and hug each other. You're like the one other person I, I really know. I really didn't know that. Holy shit. Yeah, it's horrible. And uh, okay, sorry for those of you out okay. there. Harris sorry, had nothing tangent. to do with soccer, but he was my probably my favorite comedian in the world. Wow. And uh, he's. Died of a overdose, but uh, he, I was listening back to his old podcast, and he said when he's stressed out, what he does is narrate his own life to himself. Like, <laughs> so I've tried this, yes. Zach, because I've had a, you know, a lot going on the last few weeks. Yeah, the last twenty. Years. I get home from work for my real job, and I go in the house and. I get annoyed with everything. Because like I'm just a curb your enthusiasm episode where you just start narrating. <laughs> Do you still have yeah. that dog? <laughs> yeah, the dog follows me around. Uh, I just, I just can't concentrate. I got too many things going up top and in my in my noggin. This is the key to the world: is you just narrate everything you're doing. It's like Zen. I'm gonna have you, to start this. Like literally on my way home, I out loud I say, "I'm driving home. I'm driving the car." I'm driving the car. What is the goal? How does that help it you? It just, it like makes you. Gives you like an overhead look of everything does. that's going on. Yeah. And you like. No, I like Concentrate this. on would, one thing at a time and you don't have 10 things in your head. I like this. Like I walk, I, I, go, I could be I'm walking. my keys. Yeah. I'm unlocking the door. I'm I could be walking down away. the fairway saying, Zach just hit another shank into the <laughs> bullshit trees. Yeah. Great. How's he going to get out of this one? Stay tuned. Yeah. Some people would say you probably need to see a therapist. I have, and it didn't help. And oh. uh, <laughs> <laughs> this is getting weird early. This is my Let's get deep. Let's <laughs> no, it seriously it works. So just try it. Uh, the other day, I was driving my wife to my wife to the uh, <laughs> to the restaurant, and I I was like, I was like, I'm parking the car. I'm up on the curb. <laughs> <laughs> I'm tra- trying to help make sure my wife didn't notice is that it I ever, dinged her car. Is it ever third person is it, or is it always I'm? Oh, just me it's talking like to myself. Corey is a horrible parallel parker. No. It's I'm a horrible parallel yeah, parker. I'm okay. literally telling myself this is the one thing you should be concentrating on. 
<laughs> and it works so well. Go go home and try it. I'm going to. I really am. I, might I think actually, it can help the golf game. I might actually do it during the podcast quietly. If you guys are talking, I'll be saying what's going through my head. Because right now, I, I'm I horrible at acting like I know what I'm doing right now. <laughs> I'm sweating and my face is red. <laughs> because I'm opening up too much to the world. <laughs> <laughs> talking about my psychiatrist. Oh, shit. <laughs> Good. I'm glad we got this kicked off. Chris, welcome to Lincoln. It's a beautiful day here in Lincoln, Nebraska. It really is. Um, though it's a bit chillier than it is down in uh, Kansas City. Why is Metro. that? Is that the... It always is. You know, when I went to Pittsburgh... I'm from Pittsburgh State University. <laughs> go Gorillas! Go Gorillas! Um, the weird thing about that college is it rarely snows down there. And That's it's in al- Texas, right? Southeast yeah, it's, Kansas? It's almost... Yeah, yeah. It's, it's northeast New Hampshire, southeast Texas, same area. <laughs> and they... Uh, it's not a, and that you don't get that much snow down there. You get like a sleet, but it never really like amounts to much snow. And it's and it's a drive away from here, so it's really weird. But I have, so I've always noticed it's it's always about five to ten degrees warmer in Kansas City than it is here. Well, we're two for two on fun facts. <laughs> you guys want to move on to soccer? Yeah, let's do it. No, <laughs> so, sounds sounds great, Zach. That. Hey, great. I don't think anyone wants that. <laughs> We've had a couple friendlies: Panama game, Chile game. Chile started out great, ended poorly. What about Panama. Rex Shea at left back? What are your What are your thoughts? I've actually watched a couple of Orlando City games with him playing How did left he back. Look? I kind of like it. it. Really? Yeah, I dig it. They say, and I'm not a Rex Shea fan. That is very clear on this podcast. Yeah. I am not a fan. They say he's like adapting and he's picking it up way a lot quicker than they thought. He, he looks to be fit enough where he can track. He can go forward as far as he wants and still come back, and he's not worn out. But I'm I don't know. We'll see if he can stay away from the injury bug. I'm trying to remember back to that game. It's been a it's been a while. It's been a while since that game. Hey, you're two for two on those already. Too. <laughs> Sorry, I know that's super annoying, but I just can't <laughs> stop doing it. But uh, is Breck Shea the luckiest player in the entire world? Like the three moments that come up in your head of Breck Shea is that goal in the Gold Cup that got us through when he got that through ball, right? The Costa Rica game. Uh, that one time when I don't remember what game it was when he beat that guy on the dribble on the left and put it across for a very important goal and he like tripped over his own feet and it happened to go through to the defender's <laughs> oh, yeah, legs. Yeah, I know which one you're talking about. That was Mexico. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's Mexico it was. away. Yeah, and uh, he's like, and that that breakaway in the Gold Cup, like he shot it directly at the keeper and yep. the keeper jumped out of yep. the way basically. Yep. And uh, <laughs> I don't know. I, Near post. But is he, he getting it done? Out of the way. He gets it done. <laughs> he gets it done. I could get it done. Uh, I if I was know. the luckiest I... guy on earth, like, I, I don't know. He's a guy that you want to take to an art show, a gun rally, and the casino. Yeah, get it but done. I don't know if yeah. you want him as your left back. Fair. That's my opinion. But what else about that game? Josie had a good goal. It was nice to see him oh, back yeah, on the Josie's score sheet. Josie's been on an absolute tear, both in MLS and... Yeah, yeah, he played great against uh, in both those friendlies. Yeah, really, he did. He looked good. You think Sunderland misses him? I think so. Well, no. They want a game. They're about to get. Left. They're about to get relegated. <laughs> yeah, so, so. get rid of their coach. They just got beat by Villa like four nothing or something. Well, you just home. clear the clear the balance sheet, and you don't owe him millions of pounds. And did you see all the start over in first division again? When they were they were down three or four nothing at halftime at home against Villa, who's not even a good team. Sorry, this isn't really U.S. soccer related, but did you see when all the fans, like, surrounded the coach and were trying to get at the coach? And I think it was the coach they were after. But, like, uh, can you imagine if, I don't know, if U.S. soccer or whatever, I mean, in our lifetimes is going to get to the level where, like, 
I don't know, hopefully not, where we're attacking our own coach. Right. <laughs> but, like, has Klinsman ever done anything that would make you want to, like, yell at him? No, no our I fans just get more... after him on social media. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no kidding. Well, and, and when you have a, an, an entire country rooting for one specific goal, it's a little bit different than these guys that grow up in their hometown of 15,000 people. True, They've right. got their own little club. They've been season club. ticket holders for oh, yeah. 40 years. They basically own shares in the club. I, I think it's a little bit a little bit different than some of the things that we kind of freak out about in the United States because it's such a massive country. True. <laughs> yeah. It is. Uh, anyway. Anyway, I, I lost my train of thought. But uh, we looked decent against the Panama in the Panama game. Um, in L.A. How was the event? I'll jump in and interrupt you because I can do that because it's my show. So you were talking about people <laughs> running on the pitch and, and trying to. Did you see his face? <laughs> he was so mad. I was so confused. <laughs> and there was a game earlier this year. It wasn't StubHub Center, but it was somewhere else where they were saying Klinsman out. Do you think he's still the guy for game. the job? Was it that game? Yeah. I thought so. Um, <laughs> do I think he is? I think he's great um, at a lot of things. Great. I don't. <laughs> Have you noticed? Do I think he's the best coach in the world? Absolutely That's not what I not. asked. I said, I, is he the guy for the job? <clears throat> I know. I'm, I'm weighing my, my response. I think he's a great motivator. Do you? Which, which is like half of what being... I think the opposite. Really? Yeah. Well, this is going to be a good podcast then. <laughs> <laughs> but, That's the idea. <laughs> uh, I don't think... He, I think he wakes up one day and feels... Uh, about a player or something, and he'll act on it, which I can't stand. But I feel like he makes us win games in Europe that we would never win based on pure emotion. And he somehow gets it out of the players, in, like at Azteca, at Italy, at Russia, all these games. His away record has been pretty good. Yeah, but we tied bad. two of those games, to be honest. We beat Italy at Italy, right? Yeah, we tied Russia. We tied Russia. Tied Mexico. We beat Mexico uh, at Azteca. Friendly. Yeah, friendly. Okay. Three, two. I didn't hear about the qualifier, but <clears throat> Josie Hattrick comeback against right. Bosnia. Our first, our second ever tie at Azteca, right? In a qualifier, right? So, I our mean, first ever, right? I think second. I think we got a tie. I thought we tied him in a friendly. I don't know, but I, I don't, I don't see how you that. can say that that he's a good motivator <laughs> because. Look it up! Sorry, go ahead. As you were saying. I'm Our sorry. interns, I looked that up for you. Yeah. I'm scared. Um, well, now you know. You're a visitor here. You don't know how the office works yet. <laughs> if you need something, don't ask politely. Just yell. Just be, uh, you know, Unlock you their cage be, yeah. and let them get to work. Absolutely. Uh, anyway, I just don't, I don't see how publicly humiliating a player or tweeting or saying things about a player is not to them is going to be a good motivator. That there's been numerous articles talking about how the players in the team are starting to lose track of the things that he's saying. Internally, I don't think any other coach has that ever had the, that issue. What do you mean by lose track of the things he's saying? Like they're they're just saying that they're not buying into they're it not buying, anymore. Yeah, and, and they don't think that he's well, he's making the right choices, and they don't see him as the guy that is going to lead them to something good. I mean, think about it. Did you see when he made – I mean, this is just one, one thing. He talks about how – The fitness. Yeah, the fitness. All these players coming over from, from Europe to play in MLS, and they're, yeah, they're, they're playing at a lower level. It turned out to be stupid, a bunch of horseshit. Just a stupid I don't, thing to I say. disagree. I, th I think that he comes – they come over, and then they lose – I mean, look at Michael Bradley. Look at what he's done since he's come back. He's looked awful. He yeah. hasn't had one good game for the national team since he's been back. 
but also going back to your point about motivating, Someone he talks about he talks now. about how the players it's a it's a step back for the players to come back, and then it's you you can't tell me there's a motivating thing for him to say that, and then him tweet a thing about how where every player in Europe in the Champions League what nationality they are. He's basically poking at what he's saying and saying, look, there's not a single player that's American in the Champions League right now. Yeah, I, I'm jumping. How can you, how, as a player, how can you see and hear a public statement talking about you coming back and it being the wrong choice and then him proving to you on social media that it's, a, I don't know. Why it was the wrong choice. I just don't get yeah. it. I don't see how, I, as a player, I don't see how that's a, a good feeling. I'm kind of jumping ahead a little. I'll just reference this, but I read Howard's or Tim Howard's book recently, and he was a big Bob Bradley fan. But I mean, he grew up around Bob Bradley. But uh, I, I think he feels the same way. But based on his tone in the book, like I think he thinks that that Klinsman's message is going to be lost uh, on a lot of the players, and I, I could honestly see that. Uh, I don't know, but have you ever sat and listened to an interview with him? He's amazing. <laughs> he's a good talker, but that doesn't mean he's – just because he's good with words and good at dodging things doesn't mean he's a good motivator or well, a good we, coach. Yeah, and we know that the – I don't know what the right right word is. Politician, the best politician in U.S. soccer is Sunil. I mean, right, he is yeah. a politician. He's, oh. It's what he does. And I think Jurgen has learned quite a bit from that. I agree. Um, so in the game specifically, we talked a little bit about Breck Shea. What about uh, Jermaine being at center back? Do you guys like that or hate it? No, I hate it. It's just like taking, <laughs> it's like I agree. taking a guy who's good at one thing and saying, oh, we've got another, a bunch of other guys who are better at center back than you would be, than you can ever be, really. But, but I we're going to try to mold you yeah. out of being great at one thing into well, being okay at another where we have other guys who are good at that. Like, He's been out of position so many times you can't even count it. And how many times did, did we have last gasp defending in in, in both those games? Yeah. He doesn't what you, know what he's doing. What are you gonna, you're going to mold this guy to be a center back in your three friendlies before the gold cup or whatever it is. At like 33. Five, yeah, at 33. It's, it's, and we still have to have enough position, like possession of the ball for you to even make an impact anywhere else. Why would you ever place? I don't understand why it would ever work. No. It's, it's not working, and we cannot. That cannot be the thing that we're going to rely on in games going forward. We have qualifying coming up, and and we're playing a guy out of position at center back. Soon. I don't hate him for trying things. I will say that, but you got to keep in mind, like we have, there are very few opportunities to try things, and you got to you got to try things that you're actually going to use. Like I, I hope he doesn't actually use that or plan right. to actually use that, but. I, I guess I don't know. Every now and then I agree with you, and now is one of those times. <laughs> Good. Well, I'm glad. I'm glad you guys are so happy about that. That's uh, great. Uh, the interns got back to me. Oh, oh yeah? yeah? What'd they say? It was the second time since. Second Only the second time. Oh, that's that weird. That they, they got a point. I'll and take your apology now. Since 97. Oh, man, was that. Oh, wait, hey, I was you, wrong. You were yeah. wrong. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> you, should eat a, you should eat a cupcake, asshole. <laughs> Oh, get nice. the interns to go get some. <laughs> nice. All hey, right. guys, hey, guys, could you go grab Chris a cupcake? Oh, that was nice of you. Thanks, guys. All right, we're going to take a quick break. We talked a little bit about the U.S. men's national team. We're going to talk about the game upcoming in San Antonio, Women's World Cup. A ton of soccer going on 
Youth World Cups. Soccer. There's a U17 women's, U17, or I guess girls and boys. I think I don't remember when they changed <laughs> that because it's like it's at high school boys basketball and college men's basketball. It's at 18. Usually. All right, perfect. Yeah. So U17 girls and boys World Cups, U20 men's World Cup. Oh, Women's World Cup. There's all kinds yeah, of. There's shit. an Arena World Cup coming up too, oh, yeah, like that this arena. week. Yeah, it's this week. Yeah. Well, Out. that one's just didn't make it on my calendar. I guess. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Nice. We got a bunch of stuff coming up. Thanks for joining us. Check, check, check. Bruh. Am I talking loud enough? Am I talking loud I actually probably only talk about this loud. We're gonna. I don't know if. Spit that rhyme, Corey. Seems like Zach's volume is up too loud. There you go. Oh. What? Am super proud. Okay. <laughs> Keep going. Excellent work, Corey Donahue. Welcome, world. Oh, man, that's my guy. <laughs> We're back again. It's American Outlaws Podcast. Thanks for joining us. Uh, we touched on a bunch of the World Cups coming up this year. That U-17. Men's. Uh, do they call the, it men's? The men's, yeah, the women's. Okay. No, in, uh, really? Really? The, they do, the, the yeah. Women, well, the U.S. Soccer's website does. Yeah. Interesting. 2016. But like U-17 oh, okay. men. That's weird because, like in the that's October to the paper November. and stuff. Yes, they they call them they call right. them boys and girls until they hit eighteen, and then hmm. they're. Have you ever been to Chile? I've not. I've been to Peru. Uh, uh, that wasn't the question. <laughs> it's nearby. Oh, okay. Next topic. Okay. Get a map. Okay. All right. I mean, <laughs> I, I know that they are. It was pretty. I've not. I've been uh, the U twenty World Cups in New Zealand, mate. I haven't been to Chile either, but... Uh, what was that? How's that? <laughs> Can you tell I've been there? <laughs> I haven't been to Chile either, but I have been to Sterling, Nebraska. They're very, uh, very best, similar. Best town ever. I mean, yeah. The, there's a bar there called The Legacy. I don't know what that has to do with Chile, but uh, completely different country. And I see your point. <laughs> I take it. <laughs> and I move on with my life. All right, perfect. I'm moving on with my Does life. Go ahead and steer the ship. I'm moving on with my Go life. Go ahead and steer the ship if you can. All right, great. Uh, the Thanks. U20 World Cup <laughs> will be in New Zealand. It drives me nuts. <laughs> uh, I've been to New Zealand. Great. So evidently, does that make me an expert on it since I've, I've No, been... but you could give us some insight then since you actually have accomplished the task that Chris asked you about. I've been there. Uh, okay. What kind of? Qu- I'll, I'll take questions on it. Go ahead. <laughs> fire, fire off. Have you been there? I have. Perfect. Yeah. Done. It's okay, a no. two. It's, it's a pretty small country. Two small or it's not two what I islands. Asked. And uh, you, <laughs> you could drive anywhere across it. I think I was on both islands. <laughs> There's a ferry between them. So if you go to the U20 World Cup, <sighs> it will be the most beautiful country I think you've ever been to. It's gorgeous. Even in the southern hemisphere. 
It's May through June at the U20 World Cup in New Zealand. I mean, it doesn't snow there, I don't I'll think. ask you a specific question. When yeah, were you, I'll, I'll when take were you there on your Question vacation? over here, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Corey? Yeah, right yep, here. Yep, right here. Um, Green shirt. <laughs> so. It's yellow. What time of year were you in New Zealand when you went on this Christ- bon, bon voyage? American Christmas. <laughs> no, I was there So you mean like December. the Cutter World Cup? Yeah. Okay. About that Wait, time. So does Wait, that mean I'm that, confused. Does that mean that's going to be winter then? <clears throat> no, it's summer no, then. It's summer. Uh, or wait, but well, the World Cup will be winter. World Cup will be That's correct, but it's, it doesn't so get that cold. So you have cold. no reference no. whatsoever on it's, how the World Cup will be during May and June there? <clears throat> uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> that was awesome. I know it doesn't get cold there. <laughs> um, oh, shit. If only we had some sort of device that was connected to the largest database... <laughs> Known to man that is updated more frequently than anyone here could possibly consume the data as it comes in. Actually, I have a friend who saw everything on the internet. Ryan Hansen finished. Yeah, the he internet. got to the end. Yeah, he finished it. He just there was just a sign there, wasn't there? Yeah, it just said you're Turn done. Turn around. It said end. It said fin, f i n. Oh, it's in French. I think that's Italian. Internet's in French. What do we got next, guys? <laughs> I don't know, but I'm crying. Um. The World Cup in Qatar, that's what I asked you about, oh. in December. How's that? Uh, Wait, what? FIFA is this governing body. Okay, <laughs> there are a bunch of guys. Qatar? Are, yeah. Yep, super rich. Why would they do they that? They keep voting themselves as the Where leaders of been? their own hey, group. Let's, let's, let's back it up let's here. Let's just, let's just see. Let's just call this what it is. thing I've ever the, heard in my life. The, the president of the American Outlaws did not know that... The, the world confirmed cut. it, basically. The country this Qatar? <laughs> <laughs> you gotta be shitting me. <laughs> anyway, the World Cup is there, and they just announced that it's going to be in December. Don't you love watching, like, it's a really this, good this terrible thing, this huge train wreck happens, and all the fallout just has to slowly come. Like, they're, they're like, we're the biggest idiots in the world, and it's going to slowly, like, the decisions we're going to have to make regarding this stupid thing that we did are going to have to keep coming for the next Well, they know they have eight, eight years, years to yeah. just chip well, away at just the dumbest, <laughs> dumbest. The nice thing about all the leagues in the world except for <laughs> Mexico, United States, and I think maybe Russia because it gets so cold. No, they, they play their no, domestic That's a Norwegian. Like, yeah. Yeah. It, good thing is only every single other country in the world that plays this yeah, game is great. playing. Then I love which how they great, and I love yeah, <laughs> and I love how to keep keep uh, the financial networks impact. that, and I love how to keep the networks quiet. They just extended their rights for four years without a bidding process or anything. Nope, give us one awesome. more billion, Fox, and we'll just push you on through to the so next like, one. I, I'm just thinking about this. This just came to me. What if what are teams like? I don't Real Madrid gonna do. Like if every player, I think they're on Christmas break at that time. Yeah, but how Spain? early do you have to start training? August. Sure. Spain doesn't have a Christmas break. I think they do. They do not have a Christmas break. The only country that does is Germany. No, a lot of countries what? have what? it. What? England's don't. the only England one that does. Well, okay, a Christmas break. The World Cup final is on December eighteenth. <clears throat> That's. Right, I might be wrong about that. I don't no, know, my but my point is, when do you go to camp? You have a Christmas start break. Start training I'm, has to be November, September, October. 
No, there's months of camp. Well, I know, but they're not going to do that. They're going to call them in a month before right. the first game. But yep, what, that's what, what I'm what saying. A month, it's not a month. You're missing my fucked. question. It'll what be like a what, week. what is going to happen Completely for these teams? <laughs> I mean, what it, what is Real Madrid going to do when their starting eleven is gone for the World Cup? Yeah, for it'll, a month? it'll be just like a friendly or like a World Cup qualifier where they get in for two days beforehand and they have to. But how are they going to field a team for their club games? Yeah, well, when every single starter plays it. in the World they'll Cup, they'll make them stop for the World Cup. The leagues are going to stop for the World yeah. Cup. Okay. Yeah, okay, that's what they're. I saying. just want to make sure that that was. <laughs> Is that like MLS did? Yeah, they <laughs> yeah, only but did I mean, for the group stage, okay. I guess. But no, I didn't think MLS did. No, they did. They did this last time. They didn't. The, the World Cup before uh, that. Seattle. I think the marketing person for Seattle screwed up and said that. Dempsey was going to be back or something, assuming that we yeah. weren't going to make it through the group I of death. Right. Right. So like the, there was a big uh, marketing push. But, but did you see, I mean, amongst all the, the terrible things that are happening over there, I mean, right now, did you see that that FIFA decided they're going to pay each club team three times what they've played them before? Oh, really? To release their players? They used, they paid really? them. I, I think, haven't seen that part I yet. think they're previously, like in the 2000. 14 World Cup, they paid each club team 70 million, and they're going to pay them over 200 million. Really? <laughs> well, obviously, as, as supporters of the U.S. national team, obviously our, our main focus isn't the clubs, which is obviously a big thing. But so but it's part these, of it. Yeah, but but for our main focus and supporting the U.S. national team, when do those guys go to camp? When do you put tactics in? You just don't. You just have conference calls. You or show up you just a week show up, before. Yeah. Show up and play. Fuck? You just show up at Abbott with your shoes and in right. a bag, and <laughs> I mean, was yeah, this I'm here? My que- my only question is, was this part but of the bidding process? Shouldn't no, this it have was, been? It, was it, it had to have been, yeah, right? It was amended afterwards. You're going to change the way the game is played to appease no, the country. No, it wasn't. No, they just no. changed the date recently. Like, yeah. They, yeah, but you can't. They, you can't they, say that it, it was, was in, not part in the of bidding bid. process. They were going to invent between now air, and then their stadiums were going to be cool. air conditioning. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. Outdoor I don't want to talk about this. Insane. I'm getting really mad. I want to talk about something else. Guitar, you got plus everything else with that country. That's what I'm saying. Oh, not, building, not to mention awful. The slave labor. Yeah, it's horrible. I don't. All right. Just anyway. Next thing you're going to tell me is Russia is going to host a World Cup. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they wouldn't do that, would they? <laughs> How could it get? I'm worse? actually really excited. I would like to formally challenge Seth Blatter to an, a thumb wrestling contest. <laughs> <laughs> that should fix it. <laughs> I think. All right, well, so there's 2022 World Cup. Let's move up two World Cups to the Women's World Cup this summer. Corey, you getting pumped yet? I am, actually. Are you going? Wait. Uh, yeah, I am. Uh, oh, you're, you guys are doing the bus. We're the doing a bus. women brought home the all Right here Cup. in Lincoln, Nebraska. We're going to get on the old, on the 29. The 29. Yeah, and we're going to ride up the 29. It's called Route 29, <clears> I think. <throat> Which, by the way, I was talking to a guy who... Uh, was from Winnipeg, and he said, "Oh man, bring your bring your mosquito repellent." He's like, yeah. "That time of year, it's really? going to be like carried away by bird-sized mosquitoes." And uh, I don't know. This was a guy I met, but do you remember that when we were kids when we were there? And yeah, it was like that it, at the gas station. I remember. Yeah, at the gas station, yeah. you just saw swarms of them around. Really? You didn't even want to get out of the. Yeah, we were in a car in, in Minnesota. It was in probably the June at that time yeah. too, and we didn't even want because they're north of Minnesota. So they're north of Minnesota. So there's a bunch of Water and lakes, or what? I mean, it's. I'm pulling up the Google Earth. <laughs> I mean, it's a thick forestry. I would yeah. imagine, right? I I don't know. Haven't There's you ever read the Hatchet? Is a ton of water. <laughs> I did read Hatchet. What? <laughs> and the sequel. Uh, but yeah, we're taking a bus up there. The two games in uh, Winnipeg, they're going to be pretty huge. Uh, yeah. Not to toot our own horn, but I think American Outlaws will have the largest supporter section for a women's football match that I've ever seen or heard of. 
at, yeah. at the second Winnipeg game. And that's going to take place just southeast of Great Lake Manitoba. <laughs> no shit. It sure is. That's well, a draw wow. in itself. Wow. So, uh, what, so we're going to have the night before party. We're going to have a, a tailgate. We're doing yes. a pregame bar. What are we doing, Justin? <laughs> I don't want to oh, put you on oh, the we're, not, we're, we're still trying to figure that the exact details of those. But who is Justin? most likely, there's not much like uh, oh. tailgating around there, so it's probably going to be pregame a bar and a pregame yeah. uh, bar sort of thing. But we're still trying to figure out all those details for all the games, basically. So, yeah. yeah, we have one we're looking at that looks really awesome, actually. Yeah. And um, and then on to Vancouver. But uh, no, I think Winnipeg is going to be awesome. I'm going to be there, and um, Dan is going to. I believe it's the three games. And uh, <clears throat> Vancouver will be – do we know anything about the EA business? I don't know if that's for sure or not. No, we're still working uh, with them on that. But there is a potential that we may have an event at their location there. Yeah, at EA's offices, which would be really cool, cool. if we nice. can make that happen. That's but, exciting. Uh, but, we'll yeah, uh, the ladies have righted the ship, it seems like, one – I think every game since since losing to France. Yeah, haven't they? Yeah. yeah. And uh Hope is back. Quite literally. <laughs> I was hoping so that, I was hoping that was a pun. <laughs> yeah. Um Yeah, they did well in the Alg- Ar- do you pronounce it Algarve? Algarve, Algarve Cup? Algarve. Not Algarve Cup. <laughs> they did well. I have no idea. Um interesting to see some some new players and some Non-new players. Yeah, I don't know. I think uh, we're back on track. And uh, it's have you noticed? It's kind of weird that like the women's team makes way more headlines and gets way more attention around them when they lose than when they win. Yeah, like, it's pretty awesome. I that know. It's strange being they're at, the at that level. Yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine if the U.S. team is at that point when you have a like, bulls on your back every day? You step right. out of your house. Yeah, it's just. Ugh. Yeah, I like it. The expectations there. I mean, can you see it? But then we if, settle if we into a men's World Cup, and we love being the underdog. Yeah. It's just so weird going into this, it knowing is. that we've got it, you know. But you have to feel like anything but a World Cup victory is going to feel like a failure, right? Well, yeah. yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's, that's crazy to me. For sure. Yeah. I, I think the last one was I felt felt that way coming out of it, too. And uh, But we should have won that, though. I mean, winning. I'm trying to think how it ended. We lost in the shootout. Penalties. Oh, yeah. Jeez. Japan? Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to remember where <laughs> I was. I think I was in Were Charleston. Were you just narrating your day? Yeah. I was <laughs> and Corey thinks about the last time he watched the Women's World Cup four years ago. <laughs> Try to pretend like I'm not an idiot. Try to pretend like I'm not an idiot. <laughs> hey, Bean. Hey, Bean. Hey, Bean. How are you? We're Should just we... on the air, but thanks for walking in. <laughs> Interrupting our very important podcast. You want to take a break real fast? Yeah, we can do that. We're going to talk to Bean, and we'll be back Coming with you guys. Coming up next, let's give a teaser to keep people around. Oh, yeah. Coming up next, we're going to talk about the worst goal ever scored <laughs> by the United States men's national team. We'll if that's not a teaser to come back, I don't know what Why is. wouldn't you want to talk about that? Yeah, let's talk about negative things. Great. Thanks, guys.
<laughs> we are back to American Outlaws podcast. We like to call it the truly professional podcast in American soccer. And not actually in American soccer, just in American supporter soccer. And not really even in American supporter soccer, but strictly for the national team. <laughs> the best podcast out there. I can, I, can, sure. I can hands down say that. I don't know if you can. <laughs> Unless there's someone in the next building that is recording a podcast about supporters groups. Oh, shit. Yeah. We're, then we're not the best. I invited them. <laughs> we're actually sharing Speaking a mixer. Speaking of the best, do you want to talk about the worst goal ever scored for the U.S. National oh, Team? Oh, I didn't even think about it. Well, I, uh, I, uh, well, I was watching a game the other day, and I don't remember what game, and some shit goal went in, and I was like, why doesn't anyone ever talk about the absolute ugliest goal you remember? Everybody talks about the great ones, like your Benny Field Haber volleys or your Oh man, the shot heard around the world. That's what yeah, they call that. Any of those. But you never talk about the so, real clangers. I think that's because we're all such homers for the team. Like okay, so for the listeners, the millions of listeners at home, Corey posed this question to me a few this days afternoon. Ago. And shortly afterwards, I forgot I posed it. Well, yeah. Then, well, no. And I was thinking, well, well, shit, there, there's never been an ugly goal scored for the U.S. <laughs> national team. I can't remember That's one. There, there's never been one. And then, like Chris just said, he couldn't even think of one. Well, because well, there got aren't one. any. I got one. No, I have one, and that's what I was worried about, Corey. I was like, there's only been one. And I told him the year, and apparently that's that's not his. So. What's your favorite style of goal? Opposite of ugly, what's your favorite like style of goal? Uh, shoulder ball. Chris? Shoulders are good. Um, <laughs> Just because Brunken has scored some of the most beautiful diving shoulders in the history of the game. No, he really when has. he was actually like trying fucking, to head it. Fucking incredible. No, like flying <laughs> shoulders. Yeah. Amazing. I, I like good uh, a good crotch goal. <laughs> A good like Clint Dempsey, a Dempsey cross. and yeah. Uh, yeah. I like you guys gr- are so my favorite answers. No, so I'll tell you, my favorite goals are dribble ins. <laughs> because in no in FIFA two thousand two, if you deked the keeper and dribbled it this was when we were, when we were in college. In FIFA two thousand two, if you got past the keeper yeah. And dribbled it in while you were dribbling, did a step over. That was 10 drinks. <laughs> that guy. was a 10 drink goal for the yeah. other guy. That's nice. my favorite. That is a good one. I kind of also agree. Also, goals inside the center circle from there were also 10 <laughs> drinks, but those happened all the time. Dempsey yeah. had a dribbling goal uh, last week for the Seattle Sounders. I don't know if you saw that. but He's uh, also uh, my contender for worst goal ever scored by the U.S. Which game? Yeah, let's uh, get right to it. Zach, who's your contenders for worst goal The goalie goal was Bob Green for England. <laughs> and Dempsey hit this laser beam, <laughs> the absolute laser beam the from 28 yards out, yeah. running away from the goal, turns, spins, fires, <laughs> it trickles. And it's into the back of the net. <laughs> Halfway burning Steven Gerrard on the, on the way broke, to doing so. Do you know that after the game they found out Robert Green broke two fingers on that. <laughs> it hit him so hard. It's news to me, but that's, I'm not surprised. See, now, the problem is, I was at that game with you. Yeah. Amazing. The goal was unbelievably meaningful. To, that's correct. You know, so you first know, time we win the group in how long? You just look ever, right past maybe. it, don't you? So, yeah, you don't think about it, but wow, was that dog shit. Right. Thanks, Bob Green. <laughs> <laughs> but then is it? I mean, it went it like... No, that's why this question is so hard. Is like you you romanticize it. That's not the only one. You romanticize it because it you know it just makes it happen. And you're in a World Cup, so you have to celebrate it. But did he really want to celebrate that? He did. He fucking basically chipped it blindfolded at the keeper, and the keeper just decided not to stop it. Yeah, Chris, do you have one? Yeah, but mine's 
It's not very good, but I, I would have to say that. Well, that's the point. Zicardo's, <laughs> Zicardo's own goal against the U.S. in 2006. Oh, that's a good one. I, whoa, whoa, whoa. I just maybe, Go back again. Maybe, maybe back because again. of his wind-up. <laughs> yeah. his, he, he wound up like this and, and almost fell over and shot that way. And the ball dribbled <laughs> yeah, in. And that's, he just looked. that's why I. Did that, you say Ricardo Clark? No. Zicardo. Christian Zicardo. For Italy. Remember? That's why this, oh, this is, is this worst goal ever. This isn't U.S. That, that was, was for the U.S. U.S. is the own goal. What do you? Oh, you said oh Italy. I was. That's why I was so confused. Yeah. Okay. okay. Let me this is why this subject is so great. In the 2006 Soccer World Cup, the U.S.A. versus Italy, Kaiser Slaughtern. Who's this character, by the way? <laughs> Can we? That's what happened. Oh, so you're talking about Beasley's goal against Italy that put us up. No! Oh, that the goal that counted! Oh, that was One to one! Oh, we died! God, God. Yeah, no, that's what's so funny that is... Speaking. Pablo Mastrini? <laughs> the spy? He wasn't on the field at that time. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. He was in the locker room. <laughs> <laughs> that was the game that I've convinced myself over the years that we dominated, but then you go back and look at the stats, and we had, like, one shot on goal all game. And, <laughs> and we had nine <laughs> men on the field. Right. They had two shots on target. One was disallowed. Both of them went in. With <laughs> uh, nine guys. I was in the stadium for that, too. That was... Oh, that was probably my favorite U.S. game. What a battle. Time. Yeah, that like, just had me from the first second to the last. But, I mean, they all do. Me but. and Dwight were in a bar eating horse meat. Because you, you guys didn't have a ticket couldn't for Couldn't find one. a ticket. Yeah. Um, Gelsenkirch. No. Kaiser Slaughter. Kaiser Slaughter. Zach? My worst goal, and uh, you Lay were there. Late on, we me, were, boy. you were there with me for all of these games, but oh, this one, yeah. particularly. Wait, so what's the theme here? It's just me and you traveling to games, and we get the worst goals ever. Well, no, the themes are that they're all dog shit. We've been over that. No, I but, understand, but that's the that's uh, the one factor. It's me and you at all these. Well, we we get to see a lot of goals together. That's just great, but. Uh, the one that stands out to me was in 2002 because this was the game where I cemented like 2002. Okay. being a I U.S. fan is going to be like a part of me for the rest of my life. Oh. That was this game <laughs> in our good buddy's basement at 3 in the morning. Yes. Uh, our first goal, John O'Brien off a corner. Great goal, sort of. Decent goal. Yeah, and decent then goal. second goal. Landon McDonald <laughs> tries McDonald. to cross one in, goes off one guy's arse. The other the goalkeeper palms it onto his own post, uh, comes back off him, I believe, and goes in. <laughs> if you watch that goal, the, and Donovan delay, no. the delay in the keeper's reaction yeah, from the deflection horrible. is that keeper was terrible. They, they, the keeper is a problem with them. They try and embellish everything, like they try oh, yeah. to jump after the save. Well, they, that fucked him. Yeah, he hit himself with right. the ball. <laughs> yeah, because he could have just like, run over and just that. swatted it out. Because for such a massive win, I forgot how shitty that. This goal. is what I'm saying. Is but these Jeff games had a great goal him. in that game. Yeah, Jeff Agus was. That was a hell of a volley. <laughs> um, Wait, into which goal? Our goal or their goal? Yeah, it must have been our goal because. <laughs> One, three to two. He scored so many goals at World Cup. Yeah. Wait, 
Final, or uh, I know I know we're trying to move on, but my last uh, contender was the Michael Roscoe Fiscal game winner at Azteca, when it, like, and he backheeled it off his own leg <laughs> and like four other people in. What's funny is Michael Roscoe also had a terrible goal off his face in the last Gold Cup against Cuba. <laughs> <laughs> Did you remember that? He's the king. Of it was a free kick. It was a free kick, and he like saw it late, and it basically hit him off the side of his face, and his head jerks back, and it went in, and it, you know, he goes and so. He's going to show his kids someday all the goals he scored for the U.S. national team, and they're going to be like, an elephant could have scored those. <laughs> Dad, like, what are you doing? Oh. Anyway. Michael Orozco. I'm going to keep thinking about that because I sent you guys that question and then proceeded to not think about it at all until we got here. Today. Yeah. But, uh, what else? Quick. Um, San Antonio. Yeah, we play uh, – Mexico. Presented by AT&T. <laughs> oh, forgot to mention that. <laughs> that is presented by AT&T. Look at the website, ussoccer.com. Every game is listed as U.S. versus, U.S. versus, U.S. versus. Evidently. And then the Mexico game is U.S. versus Mexico presented by AT&T. So U.S. soccer needed to make more money on this game is what you're saying. So yeah, they had to sell like the that. rights to it. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, yeah, we got Brunken worked his – well, a lot of people working their asses off of Brunken uh, – and the uh, San Antonio chapter found a nice uh, lot for us pregame. Is that right, Justin? That's right. Nice little private lot, like right next to the stadium. It's a good location. We can do whatever we want. It's going to be fantastic. I get the porta potties, by the way. Hey, thanks, Chris. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> so that game will be, be good. Well, section should go. be good. I mean, obviously, it we'll, we'll should be good. The section's going to be great. We got no, it 2,000 of your best friends down there. It will be good. Obviously, we're going to need to be as loud as we can. While being positive and passionate, is that what you're saying, Chris? Yes, always. Go America. If you're out there and you're new to this game of American Atlas fandom, please check out our code of conduct, which is uh, if you've heard of the World Wide Web, you go to our website and uh, click on at the bottom code of conduct. Um, Yeah. How many Mexico games have you been to, Chris? I've only been to one, and I'm never going to go to another one. (laughs) Really? Yeah, uh, you've really I, only ever been to one. Yeah, I went to US Mex in '09, three, I think. We won two nothing, and I don't. I decided that if I just, I don't ever want to go back. I'm ending on a high. You peaked. Yeah, I, I peaked. Oh, you're peaking. I peaked. Justin and I went down to Azteca. We know that, brother. Amazing, brother. So how many you been to? I've probably been to wait, six. Well, I've been to. Have we ever lost four. one? Have we ever lost one? You've been to? Yeah, yeah, in the Pasadena. The Gold Cup. Rose yeah, Bowl. that was. One of the worst games oh. I've ever been to. We're up what two two, two zero, zero and then lose four two. Yeah, but uh, were, any, were anybody at the gold? Were any of you at the Gold Cup when we lost five nil? No, no, no. Which, uh, Giant Stadium. Yeah, yeah, right? no. That was one of those off-year Gold Cups, so I didn't get to go to that. But uh, Donovan in just the back of the net. He's got a full head of hair. For the listener, for the listener, they're watching the replays of YouTube. that. We're dumb watching, shit. Look at Tony Sane, <laughs> Ernie Stewart. Gold. Look at Ernie. What a stud. This is great for the listeners, guys. Yeah, this is really good. Watch (laughs) this. Donovan really whips this one in, though. Hey, while you guys are watching that, let me talk about Howard's book. uh, He was offside, wasn't he? How far offside was he? (laughs) (laughs) Then a deflection. Then he palms it into his own net. (laughs) Wow, you weren't kidding. That was horrible. Yeah. That's what I mean. I've not watched that for a long time. And you you never think about how Good horrible topic, that was. That's the goal that won us that game or one of the you know, we won three to two. Right. Like that's what got us through to but the that next goal, round. But that goal that World Cup got us the best ever commentator line ever. Anybody? What? Jack? Uh yeah, but well, Donovan! No. Do you know it? What's that? That's why he's here. <laughs> yeah. Clint Mathis? Yeah. 
Tim Howard talks about Clint Mathis a lot in his book really? and says Clint Mathis turned his basement into a nightclub with velvet ropes and everything. And that's where Tim Howard met his now ex-wife, but his wife at the time. What? Uh, and in Clint Mathis's basement club. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is that true? It's well, according to Howard's book, I, I yeah, wasn't Mathis there. Mathis was a stud. That mohawk was just legit. It was so interesting reading that book about the way that, like, uh, players in America grow up and, like, make the jumps. And, like, he played for, like, a probably now would be about USL level team. And, like, they would drive. They would have a van. Everyone Mathis on, or Howard? What? Howard? Howard. Yeah. Sorry. And, uh their, their road trips was them in a van. The players are driving, and after the game, they'd all order pizzas and, like, drive 13 hours and just eat pizzas <laughs> and drink beer in these vans. And, like, uh, and then he got the call from the Metro Stars and, and then later got a call from Ferguson. But uh, – Sir Alex Ferguson, sorry. And, oh, okay. uh, but uh, – <laughs> thanks, thanks for clarifying, clarifying that. Yeah, thanks for clearing that up. Yeah, you're welcome. And uh, <laughs> Yeah, that's what we said. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, What's anyway, all right, I can move on. But if you have any questions about Howard's book throughout the pod, you just let me know. But uh, I just got finished with that. I haven't read a book in, like, three years, so that was fun. Chapter Advisory Council, next on the list. Um, yeah, we're uh, putting together a Chapter Advisory Council. Megan's here in the room with us, could probably talk more about it than I can. But so let's, the idea let's is that interviewer. we're up to... Yeah, let's, yeah. let's Let do me a intro Q&A. Yeah. Zach, Let me intro Zach. It. Okay, go ahead. Megan. <laughs> <laughs> Good afternoon. Welcome to the American Alice podcast. <laughs> nice to be here. <laughs> <laughs> Megan, uh, it says here on this sheet of paper, you at American <laughs> Outlaws are up to 169 chapters. Is that correct? <laughs> That's true. How many She's people... She's two for two. <laughs> Who? Uh, how many people right now do those chapters have to go to if they need help or assistance with anything as of this second? Well, they've got everybody on AO National, which is five people. Okay. But really, they have one chapter chairman. Well, Bri- is that yeah, correct? Brian is our chapter chairman, and uh, he's been helping out every single chapter, which is a pretty big job. You could say that, yeah. And uh, But now, we are... Or, sorry, I should be asking you this. So, one one person for 169 chapters—that seems like a lot. What what are what are you gonna do in the future to make that better? You are the worst, by the way. Oh my god! I think it's You're going great. This so awkward. Thanks. I think oh, it's like going great. Casey Keller bad. <laughs> I think this is going great. You're gonna, you mean you're backing up freedom? So, Megan, basically, what is what wheels do we have in motion to try to get a little more? I mean, I guess. Why are we doing this, I'm and what are we doing? <laughs> because you, you suck at this. I'm sorry. We're, we're developing a council uh, to better represent all of the chapters and to kind of work as a liaison between who we have in AO National and all of the chapters. And the idea is that the, the chapter council would get together. Uh, there's different regions, and we're, we're still kind of working out all the details there. Uh, but we'll have representatives for every region, um, and they can they can work with the chapters on a on a closer level, and they probably have a better idea of chapter operations than than what we do. You know, they see day to day organizing things like that. Boots on the ground. Exactly. Sorry. And so, uh, 
So the idea is that, is that they'll meet at least quarterly to discuss issues that are important to the chapters and then bring them up to us and we can work back and forth. Um, and if, you know, if someone's main contact is a chapter leader, they've got someone to go to uh, that might be more familiar with, with the issues that they're dealing with and then uh, it'll better educate us too. Yeah. So right now we have the proposed is seven. Yeah, well done, Megan. Yeah. The, the proposed, it looks like the proposed is seven different regions, but we're still trying to narrow that down, if I understand correctly. Right, we kind of got two options. There's either seven regions with uh, two representatives per region or smaller regions of eight to 12 chapters with one representative per region. Can I just say that Megan has her sh shit together way more than we do on this podcast? That's Excellent. Yeah. That's why Jeez. we got her. Well, I think that the, the question was just so well teed up from Corey. I mean, really, <laughs> Thank she, you. She couldn't have failed there. Thank so you. It was fantastic. Appreciate that. Good job. Yeah. Uh, so that's coming. That's starting in the next uh, few weeks, from what I hear, right? Yeah. Starting in the next few days, we're going to take nominations for the chapter representatives, and then all the chapter so, leaders will vote on that. And and then the first meeting, hopefully, will be by the. Uh, end of April. So if one of our listeners knows someone who would be good in that sort of a role, you can nominate them, right? Yes. That's cool. the idea. We'd like, we'd like nominations for chapter leaders who are, <laughs> who, who people want to represent them. And uh, I think it's a good way for chapter leaders, too, to network with different chapters and to meet different people. I'll be nominating Zach. Thanks, Corey. Chris, who are you going to nominate? Can, um, I don't know if Gary Busey has been nominated <laughs> yet, but... Uh, <laughs> What I'm excited about for this are things like buses for games. Yeah. Because it seems like at times our chapters have a huge disconnect between their chapters and then amongst everybody else. And so what I see like chapter leaders yeah. being able to work with other chapter leaders and their and their chapter liaison to coordinate buses to go to Winnipeg and stuff like that. It'll be nice to have AO Lincoln uh, and AO Omaha get yeah. on a bus together. Yeah. Because I mean, other than social media, there's not a good way to really at this point, talk to another chapter leader and say, hey, let's get a bus together and let's do this. That's why I think this liaison will be a, a good thing to I have. I agree. I mean, they can always send them an electronic mail, but yeah, uh, yeah. that's true. It'll, it'll just be a, a central point of contact. Yeah, and, and hopefully, like, the regional director will know of buses in the area if, if like, some two chapters from right by right. each other are doing buses and the other ones don't know about it. Right. Yep. Or, like, the, you know, if we, if we want to do a regional tournament, if... You know, like we had a huge success in Kansas City doing a, a border wars where basically we had um, all the chapters within Kansas and Missouri all play each other on a weekend in a big tournament. And it was like a round robin thing. It was really cool. So I think like the liaison will help with that a lot. So I'm, yeah. I'm excited for that. Well done, Megan. Thanks. Um, yeah, a lot of stuff is going on right now, um, even as we speak, actually. The Gamers yeah. Cup. Well, yeah, you mentioned... Uh, I ventured down to Captain Jack's last weekend. How did you do, Zach? Last Saturday. Oh, I don't play. I don't game, Chris. He's injured. I'm not a noob. No, we haven't announced... You haven't said what we're talking about. The we're, going, we're getting there. Gamers Cup, right? Yeah, the AO Gamers Cup from Electronic Arts, EA Sports. Yeah, they helped us out big time. We had 51 chapters sign up to Woo! host yeah. tournaments at their chapter bar. 
and uh, Justin and I both played last weekend at the Lincoln Chapters. Uh, I saw the event. most. Important How many games game? did you win, Corey? <laughs> I met. I won one big one that I can remember. How many, <laughs> we had a great, how'd you do? We had a great champion, <laughs> but there was. Shoot, I, t- I totally forgot about that game. <laughs> there was one really important game off to the side that I watched, yeah, and that I was remember. Corey versus Justin. <laughs> how did that go? USA versus. Wow, was that the most boring game <laughs> I have ever seen? But there was a Dempsey shot on Robert Green <laughs> from thirty out that trickled in. Actually, no. Corey's goal was actually kind of gangster. Yeah, it, it was, was super. It dumb. was dirty. And let's not act like Robert Green was involved. It was USA versus USA. <laughs> yeah, of yeah. course it was. That was it. Of course it was. It was a Brad Guzan fumble as well. Breck Shea yeah. going at Breck Shea. <laughs> Nothing but, bad could happen here. <laughs> but yeah, uh, thanks to all the chapter leaders who set that up, and thanks to and EA Sports. Thank for you, EA Sports, providing our chapters who wanted to uh, do the work of putting it together with uh, video games and a uh, winner. All the winners got EA Steins, which was awesome, and uh, the American really Outlaws cool. logo. They were sweet. Those are yeah. sweet. And uh, here in Lincoln, Derek Sells, I believe, was the big wiener. But uh, so yeah, um, thanks to everyone involved for that. There's some going on. Those will still be going on for uh, this weekend. Yeah, this but weekend. Yeah. Nice. It'll be over. Yeah. But. There's also um, everyone that participated in the tournament. Uh, they're also in a drawing to win a oh, what yeah. signed uh, Dempsey Yedlin jersey, jersey, Dempsey jersey, uh, Ramondo gloves, wow. and then Ramondo shoes too. Yeah, Man. are they used? Ooh. Yeah, the gloves are. Yeah, I don't know. Really? Mm. Yeah, I don't wow. know about the shoes. Are they nice and stinky? Yeah, they're yeah. holy gloves are not always kind, but that's pretty sweet. <laughs> yeah, that ma- that makes Sorry. them better though. Oh yeah. Sorry, I talked over you, but it was a Yedlin jersey and a Dempsey signed jersey. They, Both of them were signed. That's awesome. Yeah, they yeah. they were awesome. Props to all involved. That's cool. Yeah, that that drawing is happening when Megan next week. Next, well, we have to get all the names by next weekend, and then um, we're drawing right after that. So yeah, cool. March twenty ninth. So the next nice. couple of weeks. Awesome. Um, speaking of, do I want to hit on? Mm, yeah. Maybe. Sure. Speaking of, uh, <laughs> I guess we're gonna go. Oh, uh, sure. I'll Why just not? one sentence. <laughs> Speaking of uh, of putting together buses for chapters and things, uh, we're working on with a travel company. Oh, we talked about this last podcast, didn't we? A travel. Yeah, I think we did. A company actually. that organizes or helps you organize group travel, tr- group travel called Travify, and uh, we're customizing it for chapters and stuff, and it's gonna be really cool. So watch out for that, uh, all of you. I know a lot of chapter listeners listen to this podcast or chapter leaders listen to this podcast so watch out for that travel for you uh yeah chapter leaders look out for stuff um regarding travify for group travel and getting stuff together for your chapters it's going to be really big and create a ton of efficiencies for you guys uh anything else Corey, my lovely lovely co-host no i feel like there was something i wanted to mention but i don't remember what it is perfect i wanted to talk about the gold cup but i got shunned the gold cup is coming up this summer. I gold guarantee. Cup. I guarantee we're we're gonna get too busy and not do another podcast between now and then. So we sh- should probably okay. discuss. I'll just skim over it. Uh, Go ahead. Well, I mean, really, there's not much. Maybe we could just commit to doing another podcast. Yeah, we I mean, could, that wouldn't be that hard. But <laughs> the thing is that I probably won't be back in town before the old the old ceremony. You act like. Don't you have you a mobile telephone device? <laughs> I have a car phone. I got it. you on speed dial, actually. <laughs> You're my favorites list. Who's this character? Is I don't know. <laughs> but he just came out. He's great. I can call Chris anytime I want. I got minutes. <laughs> I got roll. I even got rollover data now from AT&T sponsored by Mexico versus U.S. 
He on your family plan? He one of your best buds? He's on in your my circle. <laughs> so the three the three Gold Cup games are. Uh, oh, I guess we're just. They're pretty much off. set. We'll probably be playing Honduras um, in Frisco on July seventh, Haiti on July tenth, and in Pan- Boston. In Boston, um, Haiti, or I'm sorry, Panama on July thirteenth in Kansas City. Tickets are up. Where? Tickets for Kansas City are sold out. Haiti and Honduras are still on sale, I believe. Yeah, they are. Uh, in Kansas City, the whole stadium sold out. It's damn close. I know our section's is sold out. Yeah, yeah. the section sold out real quick. So, um, look for in the next couple of days events to be up on the website. They're getting finalized now. Um, I know the the Boston guys and the Providence guys, all everybody up there in the Northeast. Always does really well, and we all know what KC does. So this in this Gold Cup, I mean, it it matters. If we win this, we go to Confederation. Yeah, then Scott. we're done because yeah. we won we're the last. Done. Yeah, we're yep. in. Baby. Hell yeah. That's pretty awesome. Hell yeah, let's get it. Yeah. yeah. So do you guys see like a? Well, maybe we don't do that, but I'd see like our A team, right? I mean, surely you kind of have to. Definitely. We I start qualifying so. at about the same time, so you can. Let me two birds, one stone, camp and Gold Cup. Really, I was yeah. thinking about this. If we lost. Two games in the group stage of the Gold Cup, just uh, God forbid, we lose two games and we go out in the group stage of the Gold Cup. Does Jurgen Klinsmann get fired? No. Yes. There's Broken? no way. I think he does. I because don't know. Because this is what happens in <laughs> professional sports. Once you get an extension, you get fired that much quicker. Yeah, yeah, you just, really do. Yeah. I don't know why, but you do. I was thinking about that today. If you ever heard of a guy named Doc Sadler? <laughs> We've no never one outside of Nebraska. <laughs> <laughs> and no one inside in Nebraska. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think we've ever lost. more years. <laughs> Later, six months. I don't think we've ever lost a group stage game in the Gold Cup, have we? I don't, I'm pretty sure we have never lost one. I don't know. And if we were to lose two, I think he would get fired. We have a really tough group, really. I, I know mean, we do. We, Mexico can just, I mean, not. it'll be a lot easier for them. But we have Haiti, Panama, and Honduras. So, I mean, you got to think we'll probably beat Haiti. But Honduras and Panama are or two decent teams. Yep. And so if we if we lose to one of those teams and we, you know, tie the other, we might, you know, it's it's a tough group. That's so. not going to happen, but I I was just thinking about that today. Well, <laughs> well it should be three great crowds. Crowds? <laughs> well, that was 99%. Why is that a tough word to 99% say? 99% a great podcast. Chris, <laughs> thanks for coming up. We should. Hey, love you, man. Great to see should've you, Corey. <laughs> just another one down the fairway. <laughs> Thanks, guys, for joining American Outlaws. Uh, we'll be back in the future. And I'm going to promise to to do this before the Gold Cup, just so we can show Chris and we can dive a little deeper deeper here. Deepler. Deepler. <laughs> it's the Deepler effect. See me on Channel 8 News Weather. Thank you, guys. <laughs>